Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now yesterday, I posted on the Instagram page, which hooker would you rather build a team around? The options were Robbie Farrah and Michael Ennis, two champion players, two premiership winners. Uh, Robbie Farrah, obviously, he won a premiership in the very early stages of his career, like very first few years. Uh, Mick Ennis was the opposite. He won it in his very last game in 2016 for the Cronulla Sharks. Uh, two unbelievable premierships. Obviously, the West Tigers, first ever premiership in 05. Farrell was the nine. And the Cronulla Sharks, first ever premiership in 2016, where Mick Ennis was the hooker there. Um it's one of my favourite scenes in rugby league history, to be honest with you, when the Sharkies win that premiership. And the camera just happens to be on Mick Ennis. And uh, the thing that I love about Mick Ennis is that he, he's just a genuine, down-to-earth bloke. I was lucky enough to meet him last year. I coached his son uh, at like a rep carnival sort of thing, and I met Mick after. Champion bloke, lovely. Um, and the thing I loved about that moment when that siren went and. You know, there's obviously a range of emotions that go through your body. We spoke to Nathan Cleary the other day. He sort of said it was a matter of um, relief in that moment, along with jubilation. And Mick Ennis, he would have had the same in that last moment of that grand final when the siren went. But if you watch that tape again, Mick Ennis gets pushed over and he stands up and the, the first person that he hugs... It's not Paul Gallen, it's not Shane Flanagan, it's not the bloke next to him. It's the two ball boys, and I absolutely love that. Just sums up the sort of bloke that he is. And what a moment for those two two young ball boys to have for the rest of their life, knowing that when the premiership went to the Cronulla Sharks for the first time, their hooker, probably the missing jigsaw piece in that premiership, he hugged them straight away. Just shows the sort of club they were, uh, the club they are, sorry. So, incredible stuff there, Mick Ennis. Robbie Farrow, I think he has been, he was such a talented footballer for just so long. And there's a couple of people that argued uh, on my Instagram post that these two are shit because they were stuck in the shadow of Cameron Smith. Can I just remind you that any hooker ever 
would have been stuck in the shadow of Cameron Smith if they were staying playing at this point in time. So, yes, Farrah and Aaron Ennis, they weren't as talented, as skillful, as successful as Cameron Smith, but... Not many guys would have been. I think if you put Steve Walters, Benny Elias, Danny Badiris in the same time as Cameron Smith, they're still stuck in his shadow. Cameron Smith, as a 20-year-old, 20, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, he put Danny Badiris almost at his peak in his shadow. So I really don't think it's a fair insult to say these guys sucked. They were stuck in this guy's shadow. Whichever hooker was playing at the time would have been stuck in the shadow of Cameron Smith. It's just the reality of it. He was in a stacked team with one of the greatest, if not the greatest coach we've ever seen. He was always in good teams. Um, obviously, Mick Ennis and Robbie Farrell, they battled over the nine jersey for the New South Wales Blues for a number of years. Uh, I believe it was Robbie Farrell who was the hooker in 2014 when the, when the New South Wales Blues finally won the State of Origin Shield after eight in a row uh, by the Queensland Maroons. Mick Ennis, he featured in a number of those. And, you know, yes, Farrell, he, he was... Great every time he played for New South Wales. I thought I always thought he was really underrated as far as state of origin goes. Mick Ennis, I thought was great too, but I always thought at origin level, Farrell was fantastic. And it sort of meant that sometimes he had to play halfback and hooker. I wasn't huge on Robbie Farrow for New South Wales when he first came in, but he really warmed on me. He's tough as nails, Robbie Farrow. There was games there where he would essentially play hooker and halfback when there was a young, inexperienced Mitch Pierce in that side, and he would also make 55 tackles. There was one origin game, I want to say. 2009, but I don't... I'm really talking shit off the top of my head, but he made something like 63 tackles, Robbie Farrar. Um, An incredible player, very skillful. Obviously... Not many hookers around like Robbie Farrar. He actually... And, you know, obviously they play for kind of the same club. He always reminded me a lot of Benny Elias, the way that Benny Elias used to play. uh, Very crafty sort of ballmanship. uh, The way that he would show and go and look one way, go the other way. The way that he'd hold the ball in one hand. It was very Benny Elias. He also had a good little kicking game, which Benny did as well. We know that Benny slotted a couple of field goals out of dummy half. Farrow was able to do the same thing. Uh, He was quite dynamic with the ball in hand, Robbie Farrow. Now, Mick Ennis, uh, not as... Not as skillful as Robbie Farrow, I think that's fair to say, but tough as nails, a fantastic leader. Um, obviously very chirpy on the field as well, which for me, that stuff matters. I know for other people it doesn't, but if you're able to get a mental advantage or a mental edge over your opposition, I think that's huge. And Mick Ennis, he was able to do that time and time again. Now, if I had to build a team around one of these guys, it'd be really tough, to be honest with you. I don't think the Sharks win their first premiership in 2016 if it wasn't for Michael Ennis arriving there. I know James Maloney was incredibly important. I would never doubt that. But I think Michael Ennis deserves just as much credit. Uh, Obviously, a guy that, you know, he he went to a a lot of clubs. Uh, I think people forget how many teams Michael Ennis played for. I mean, off the top of my head, we're talking Cronulla. We're talking Brisbane. We're talking the Dragons. Um, He really did move around a lot. I believe he was actually the hooker. Um, for the Brisbane Broncos in 2006. Now, he got injured uh, during that season. He was also at the Newcastle Knights as well. I forgot about it. He started off at the Newcastle Knights, didn't play a heap of games there. I'd say 10 or 15 games before he moved. Uh, went up to the Broncos, and uh, he had a knee injury in round five up there at Suncorp Stadium, just reading that now. And that ruled him out for the season. And, of course, as the season would go on, 
Um, they'd have to change positions and whatnot. They would end up having Sean Berrigan at hooker, and he would go on to win the Clive Churchill medal in the 2006 grand final. So a really bittersweet one uh, for Mick Ennis there. Obviously, uh, that was his jersey. That was his jersey until he got injured, and then that guy goes on to win a premiership in that jersey and win the Clive Churchill medal. So a tough pill to swallow. He moved to the Canterbury Bulldogs 2009, uh, went to the grand final in what? 12 and in 2014 an incredible effort um, it was one of those grand finals he was actually suspended for I think it was 2014 he was suspended for that one or injured or something there was some storyline there I can't remember off the top of my head because Moses and Bai came in and played hooker from memory uh, and then moved to the Cronulla Sharks in 2015 uh, the next year they won the grand final and he, he was crucial he set up the try for Andrew Fafita Yes, you can tell me uh, Andrew Fafita had to beat about seven blokes when he got the ball, and yes, you're right, that's fine. But there's a moment that Andrew Fafita talks about where Mick Ennis sort of gives him a look and and, and says to him, this is on. And it's all part of selling that, that, that play and everything. So I thought Mick Ennis, he was great in that grand final. I thought he was sensational for the Cronulla Sharks, tough as nails. But for me... I'm probably leaning towards Robbie, to be honest with you. And I think that if Robbie was at a different club, his career could have been very different. Now, did Robbie want to play at a different club? For me, no way. He is just Tigers through and through. He reminds me a lot of Benny Elias. I'm sure he would have grew up watching Benny and just adoring the way that he played his footy. Uh, But for me... Love the way that Robbie used to play. He was so entertaining. Um, yes, he would sometimes get on the nerves of some people. I know he wasn't always a huge fan favorite, Robbie Farrar. Wasn't treated overly well by the Tigers throughout his career as well. There was obviously that whole shit fight with, what was it, Mick Potter or... Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Mick, it was Mick Potter or Jason Taylor, one of the two that sent him to reserve grade. Um, you know, there was obviously the scene of him drinking beer on the Leichhardt Oval stand. Then he went to South Sydney and that's just one of the classic, this doesn't look right. This fella does not look right in these colours. Uh, South Sydney obviously had Damien Cook and he was able to then come back to the West Tigers and finish his career there and the year that he came back, he absolutely brained it. I think people forget just how good Robbie Farrell was in those first 10 weeks or so. I can't remember how the whole season panned out for him, but I remember sitting there after 10 weeks of footy going, fuck, he might be the best hooker in rugby league right now. He was sensational, Robbie Farrar. For me, I love the leadership that Mick Ennis brings. I absolutely love it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. But but the skill set, the deceptiveness of Robbie Farah, I think I would probably have to go with him. I think that he would be really well suited to the modern game as well. Uh, and he sort of played a halfback role as well. Mick Ennis, he was just your out-and-out hooker. I understand people that vote for Mick Ennis. I get it because he was a leader. Um, you know, there was never seen to be too much off-field drama or anything like that. With with Farah, there was always seemingly a bit of noise of this going on or this going on or whatever upset this person, whatever it might be. But honestly, I just always thought like both of them were so passionate but I thought Robbie in particular was just so passionate about his club and sometimes um, it would turn people off him a little bit but personally I love guys that are passionate Uh, you can't ask for much more in rugby league than that for me I would slightly go with Robbie Farah here 
but I can understand why people are going with Mick Ennis. Just having a look at some of the comments here, I won't go through them all. There's like a hundred odd comments on here or something. Uh, so the Menace, who captained more games, who made more grand finals as a Lebanese fan, Farah, but as a smart doggies fan, Ennis. Yeah, tough one. Robbie all day. Ennis every day of the week. Ennis for sure. Farah, strong leader and leads by example. Farah was creative. Uh, Badira stayed on too long in Origin and Farrah should have had a shot sooner. I, I still stand by. I think he was criminally underrated in the Origin Arena, Robbie Farrah. He was great. Farrah all day. Ennis for sure. Ennis, Ennis, Ennis. Farrah. Mr. Viking Club. How good was that scene? That was unreal in 2016. Uh, these Ennis fans have a real short memory. Hey, Farrah was the king. I, I still think people sort of underrate Robbie Farrah a little bit. Uh, I mean, if you take out the 2016 grand final for McEnnis, which, which is not fair, and I understand that. I think it's probably Robbie Farrer in a landslide. But what McEnnis achieved in 2016 really was incredible. Uh, very split decision here as far as the comments go. I would probably say it's slightly leaning towards McEnnis, um, ju- just from the quick look I had then, but it really isn't a decisive re- result. Uh, let's have a look at the Instagram story. I put it up there. Let's see how the votes went here. So Ennis, 60%. Rob- Robbie Farah, 40%. So Ennis got the cookies there. Yeah, look, I don't think Ennis is a bad pick by any means. I think he'd be a great leader, great for your team. But Farah, you get a genuine kicking game. You get a great defensive player. You get a great running game. He's deceptive with the ball. He's, you know, he, he can mess around with markers. He can sort of play a halfback slash hooker role, which is sensational for your team. There were sort of arguments for a long time that Farah was a little bit selfish. And at times he could be. But I also think at times he had to be realistically in the teams he was in. In. Once again, Mick Ennis would be a great choice. I would slightly go with Robbie Farrar, but I understand the leadership, the chirpiness, and just the sort of fan favorite that Mick Ennis was. Really tough on there. Try and do more and more of these during the offseason. Uh, that was a tough one. That one, re- there really wasn't much in that. I think you can make a really fair argument for both of these guys. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.